And welcome back. I'm Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business, and I want to thank you for joining me again today. Uh, this is the last in a 10-part series on building healthy partnerships. Uh, we're going to look at chemistry today and how good partner agreements help build good chemistry within a partnership. Uh, all of this material is taken from my book, A Christian Theology of Business Ownership, an introduction for Christian entrepreneurs on what the Bible says about owning a business. And so before we get started, what I'd like to do is let you know about my other book, Biblical Wisdom for Business Leaders. Uh, I take the 30 sayings in these Proverbs that the sage gives us, and I apply them to how a, uh, or I look at, I should say, I look at how a business owner or a business leader would apply them in their everyday role as an owner or a leader in business. So I encourage you to pick up a copy of Biblical Wisdom for Business Leaders. Also, I invite you to go over to BibleandBusiness.com where I have articles and podcasts. And please, if this is the first time you're watching, I'd just ask that you subscribe to this channel. I would appreciate it. Let's take a look at chemistry. Chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. What is chemistry? Chemistry is that intuitive thing where you know that you and your partners, you, you guys just fit right? You guys belong together. It's an intuitive thing. It's hard to define. Chemistry is a real thing. And the higher up you get in business, the more chemistry matters in the upper management relationships. Chemistry may not matter so much on the dock, although it does matter in all business relationships. I'm not trying to say that it doesn't. But as you get into the C-suite or to the executive VP suite, chemistry there really matters and it can be a reason that people are fired is simply because we just don't have good chemistry together in a partnership awkwardness in partner relationships can be very frustrating at times doesn't mean you can't have a a, a good partnership per se but chemistry really takes a good partnership and makes it great uh, now chemistry versus partner agreements i've heard people say we love each other and the lord so we don't need agreements. We're, you know, we love each other. We love the Lord. We'll just work out our conflict. We don't need agreements. Uh, I would put it this way. I would suggest that you should say, we love each other and the Lord. This is why we need agreements. I love you so much, and I want to be in a partnership with you so much that I want to make sure that we are fully on the same page and that we are fully in agreement. So, um, Loving other people, especially in family businesses, loving each other is not enough to create a great family business. It just isn't. Love and competence is not enough. Love and conflict resolution and competence is not enough. You need agreements on how people come into the business and how they exit the business. How do family members come in? How do they exit? How do partners come in? How do they exit? And what happens when a whole host of things, uh, of potential uh, eventualities, what happens when those things occur? Uh, a well-written partner agreement will enable your chemistry to flourish. So for example, your partner agreements should look at things like outside consulting services and activities and ventures. Are people allowed to have outside activities and ventures? If I'm, in, if I'm in the business of semiconductor manufacturing and I'm a partner, can I also own a, a, a chain of uh, apartment buildings? You know, those kinds of things. Um, 
what if one of you or what if more than one of the partners wants to sell their partnership interests? What happens in the partnership? How does that work? Are they allowed to sell to outside partners? Um, are they, you know, that whole piece needs to be looked at. Uh, usually partner agreements have confidentiality and non-compete agreements, which is pretty standard. In other words, if you're going to be in a partnership, you have a fiduciary responsibility to your partners to be furthering the interests of the partnership. Otherwise, there's no reason for you to be in the partner uh, or, or to be in the partnership. There's, there's, there's no reason for you to be a partner. Um, if the interests of the partnership are not at the forefront. How is the firm managed? How is net income and net losses allocated? Um, what are the compensation methods and allocations? Uh, who has decision-making authority around what? Who has the ability to bind the partner to legal commitments? Uh, how do we liquidate or dissolve the partnership if we need to down the road? What are the triggering events that, that partners can force another partner out involuntarily? Uh, usually those events uh, have to do with bankruptcy, committing felonies, maybe getting a divorce, that kind of thing. So you, the ability to involuntarily terminate a partner should be part of your partnership agreement. And what, what do you do if a partner decides they're going to take two months off and go ride their motorcycle in Alaska? Um, as one partner did recently. Um, how do the other partners react? Uh, does that partner continue to get a salary during that time? What happens to the workload of that partner? And so forth. So there's going to be other elements that might arise based on the uniqueness of your partnership. But these are the kinds of things that once you get them written into the partner agreement and get them um, um, agreed to, it allows the chemistry in the partnership to flourish. It really does. Now, chemistry by itself is not enough of a foundation to form a lasting partnership any more than great sex is a reason to get married or to form a foundation of a great marriage. Uh, we all know, uh, those of us who are married, that you know you might have great sex from time to time, but it's not enough to, to, to put a, a foundation in for a marriage. By, by the same token, chemistry, just getting along, laughing, joking, that kind of thing, not enough to form a foundation of a great partnership. So a little bit of a review here. Good chemistry is the icing on the cake. It's not the cake. Good chemistry is enhanced by a well-written partner agreement. And while great chemistry isn't necessary to forming a great partnership, it sure does make the in interactions a lot more easy and enjoyable. It just makes the interpersonal communications and the relationships flow a lot more smoothly. So what's up next? The next series, which is really the negative side of this 10-part series on building healthy partnerships, I have the six reasons that partnerships go bad. That'll be a separate series, and I'll be starting on that in the next week or two. So in the meantime, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business. I hope that this series has been helpful to you. And if it has, drop me a line at bill at bibleandbusiness.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd just love to find out what you're doing and how your business is going. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, before we see each other again, I hope you go out and make it a great day. Take care.